Hey y'all, this is Charlie, and we are living, loving, laughing in grace, and we are also still in our blessed series titled, You Are in the Great Shepherd's Arms Close to His Heart, and we are going to jump right back in to this beautiful word that the Lord has for us. <laughs> so, He will teach you all things, and He will bring to your remembrance all things that He says to you. So, you know, um, I do this sometimes and I know, I know some of y'all do it sometimes too, because you've told me that you get frustrated because you can't, you can't memorize his word like you'd like to. My friends, let that go. Let him help you. Let him bring it to your remembrance. You know, you just, you meditate on it, right? You speak it over yourself. You listen like you are now and just ask him to bring it up to your remembrance. Amen. But listen, there is a way that the Lord does this. And this is how he does it. Because he goes on to say, he says he'll teach us all things and he'll bring to our remembrance all things that he said to us. Peace I leave with you. Well, how interesting. The very next thing after he says that he's going to teach us all things and bring everything to our remembrance, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My friends, this is the way he teaches us and brings things to our remembrance is when we let our hearts not be troubled, let them not be afraid and remain at peace. And can I tell you something? And, and Jesus, Jesus is a uh, is a Jew, right? You know this. Jesus is a Jew and his disciples are Jewish. So he would have been speaking Hebrew to them. Even though the New Testament is originally written in Greek, we know that Jesus spoke Hebrew or Aramaic to his disciples. And so when he, when he speaks this peace, I leave with you, first of all, he's saying shalom, right? Shalom, we know is all encompassing. This is not the kind of like just head peace or just emotional peace we think of. It includes that. But it means a complete wholeness and well-being for your body, in your relationships, in your life, in your mind. Complete wholeness and peace. But he says, peace I leave with you. This word that he leaves you with you is actually to bequeath. Like he is giving us his peace as an inheritance. How do you receive an inheritance? Someone has to die. Right? Someone has to die for you to receive an inheritance. And then what do you do? You simply receive it. There's nothing for you to do. So Jesus is telling us that he, he is going to, he's letting the disciples know, I'm going to give you my peace, my peace I am bequeathing to you. And that's exactly what happens. He dies. He gives up his peace. He gives up his wholeness. He gives up his perfection so that we can have it. And he says, my peace. What kind of peace did Jesus have? Jesus had the kind of peace that when he saw, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Um, it's like we're having them right now, right? The hurricanes and they have the different levels. They call it like a five. I don't remember what it's called. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. So there's like one of those going on on the, on the Sea of Galilee. Right. And even today, you, you can see where storms uh, blow up very quickly. They're very, very violent storms. And so this violent storm, like a hurricane, blows up. Right. This was actually the devil trying to drown uh, Jesus and his disciples. And um, Jesus sleeps. He's asleep. Amen. 
He's just sleeping. And I've been on the kind of boats that they use there. Okay, this was not a uh, a Caribbean cruise liner. Okay, <laughs> there's some, they're not, you know, they're little boats for a big storm. And he's asleep, right? Because of that great peace he has. Now, here's the thing. His peace is so incredible that when the disciples, catch this, when the disciples wake him up, Jesus doesn't wake up because of the storm. He wakes up because of the cry of his disciples. They run to him and say, say, Master, don't you, Rabbi, don't you care that we're going to drown? Oh, what a way to wake up. He wakes up not just because they're in fear, but they just implied he doesn't care about them. And you know what he did? He got up. And in the Aramaic, he actually spoke only one word. He looked at that hurricane and said, Shalom, peace. And that storm dropped to its knees and bowed before its maker. And it says there was a great calm. And you know, the word used to describe how great the calm was, was also the same word used to describe how great the storm was. Oh, my friends, are you in a great storm? You have an even greater Savior. And he doesn't respond to the storms, but he responds to the cry of his own. That's the one thing he responds to. You have influence with Jesus. If only we all knew how much influence. If only we knew how much, how tender his heart is towards us. Hallelujah. Simply cry out to him and watch that mega storm become a mega calm. Hallelujah. And and I just speak that right now, Lord, in your name, in the name of Jesus Christ, we speak peace, peace, peace. Hallelujah. So that's the kind of peace that Jesus said he left with us. You know what that means, my friends? That means that instead of being a, a thermometer, right? A thermometer reacts to the temperature in the room. We get to be a thermostat, right? A thermostat sets the temperature in the room. When the world's going crazy, right? Just reacting to everything around them. We have the peace of Jesus inside of us and we can take that peace and release it around us and watch the peace of God transcend all. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So he has given us his peace and he says, this is a peace, not as the world gives which means this is a peace that is not based on your circumstances. It's not based on what's going on around you or not going on around you. It's not based on having a great spa visit, right? And getting that massage and listening to some calming music. And then you walk out the door and you hear the horns blaring and, and people yelling at each other and you see the news and it's like all that peace is gone, right? Nothing, nothing wrong with, with spas and all that, but we can't count on those for a lasting peace, but we can count on our Savior for a lasting peace. I want to tell you something, and I might have shared this with you before, but it is so worth repeating. You know, if if you can imagine when waking up every day with no memory of your life 
and I was in extreme pain at the time. My head was in extreme pain. My body was. So all I knew was that my whole life had been nothing but pain. And I couldn't remember anything, which was extremely depressing. I couldn't remember who this wonderful man was in my house who turned out to be my husband. And um, so I did become, you know, I'd lost my career. My body wouldn't respond to me and and do the things I wanted it to do. Uh, I developed a sun allergy because of these toxins I'd been exposed to. So I couldn't even be out in the sun. And my husband and I are very outdoors people. And um, so just everything about my circumstances had fallen apart. You know, I was in that little rinky-dink boat in the middle of that hurricane. And I was diagnosed with major depression. And I had major depression. And the Lord brought me to these two scriptures. And he did two things. One, every time I started to feel stressed, I started to feel sad. I started to feel upset. Um, I've shared before that I have PTSD when I would start to have any kind of clouds gathering in my mind. I would quote this verse, literally speak this verse over myself. Now, you know how he got me there. So in order to be able to speak peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, how could I remember to speak that verse over myself when I had no memory day today? I tell you how, by the verse before it, he put it in my heart that he would teach me all things and bring to my remembrance everything that he said to me. And he kept bringing me back here. And then finally he gave me the idea to write them down on index cards. And I stuck them up in places around my house where I would see them. And can I tell you something that two things happened? So like I said, every time I got upset, so if you are dealing with, with emotional, you know, stress, we all know that last year caused a lot of spikes in in mental health conditions. My friends start speaking the word of God over yourself because it has its own power and our bodies were created by God. So they have to respond to his word. And he says, peace, I leave with you speak peace. I leave with you, you know, don't get upset with yourself. You know, just if you catch yourself in that state, you know, I bet some of y'all know what I'm talking about, like that helicopter that's going down and it's just winding, you know, like you have one bad thought come in and it just spirals out of control. It's kind of like a tornado too, right? So we got hurricanes going on. We got tornadoes going on. Got all this stuff going on. You know what? It's okay. Just like, oh, all right. Peace I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know, your heart, my heart had to respond to those words. They're the words of its creator. So it had to respond. Now, sometimes I might have to speak it over myself more times than others. But guess what? It got to where it it was happening less and less and less, right? Where I was freaking out less. I was was, um, coming out of that darkness. And at the same time, because of the verse before it, the Lord was healing my mind, right? Because he says he'll teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. I want to tell you, this is a testimony that I want to share because for about a year, I spoke these two scriptures over myself constantly. And, and before, just before that had started, I had started seeing a cognitive therapist, a wonderful woman who helped me with the cognitive functioning of my brain because obviously I'd been severely damaged and they do initial tests to kind of see where you're at. And when they did those tests, she told me that, 
um, unfortunately, she, you know, and I was kind of getting used to hearing this from doctors. She basically let me know, um, we're going to do what we can, but don't get your hopes up. You know, she told me she hadn't had a, a case quite like mine before because not only did I have a traumatic brain injury, but because I still have seizures. Every time you have a seizure it causes more issues with the brain. So it's like we're trying to progress forward, but then you take a step back and then you try to progress forward. So she basically told me she's going to help me develop handicaps that I could use around my home so that I could function, but not to expect too much uh, more ability out of my brain. Okay. And she was just being honest and truthful, but the Lord brought me to this, right? Who created my brain? He did. And after 11 months of speaking this over myself, that same doctor told me she has never had a patient with as much improvement as me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All glory and praise to our Jesus. My friends, if you are suffering with any kind of conditions in your mind or your emotions, you know someone else that is, share this with them. You know, get them to listen to this podcast and share these scriptures with them. God's word has power. Amen. Amen. So I wanted to share that with you. And then, of course, he has brought my he has brought me out of that. He has so brought me out of that depression that I forgot I was ever diagnosed with it. Because I have just been living in, in a world full of his joy and his peace. And, and of course, you know, we all every now and then just have battles that we go through that I, that I shared with you recently. But it's still, it's different because inside, I'm still at peace. I still have his peace. So there might be a storm going on around me, but I know that me and Jesus, we're in the boat. I know Jesus is in my boat with me. And no matter what happens, whether he's going to pick the boat up and take it to land or he's going to stop the storm or however he's going to do it, I know it's going to be okay. His peace, amen, his peace that the Bible says in Philippians surpasses all understanding. And that happens actually when we give thanks to him, it tells us. So he gives us peace. Now, the other thing that I was sharing with you here is that he leads us. Right. So we've established really well that Jesus has given us his peace. He paid the price to give us his peace. He bequeathed his peace to us. He left it as an inheritance. He wants us to have it. And here's a practical way that we can experience it. Right. It's already ours. Right. But sometimes we're not experiencing it. So quoting these scriptures over yourself, seeing yourself another way as this sheep in Psalms 23 and speaking these words over yourself is another great way, right? That you can actually experience that peace. And uh, if you're feeling judged or like you're not forgiven, quoting over yourself, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, there is now no condemnation in Christ Jesus, right? All of these words have power. They have power. Amen. So, but he leads us, like he says in Psalms 23, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the restful waters. So he actually leads us with peace. And how does he do that? Well, we just said that our normal state as a believer should be to be at peace. So when we, when we feel that we have waters of unrest, then we know that, we, that we've gotten out of the way that we're meant to go. I'll give you an example. Like, let's say you have a decision to make, right? Like you're trying to decide what school to go to and you have option A and you have option B and they both sound really great and you're not sure which, which way to go. Well, pick one, right? 
pick one and start making plans as if that's the one you're going to go to. And if your, your peace remains, then that's the way the Lord is leading you. If your peace doesn't remain, then you just back up to the last place you were when you, when you had that peace, right? And go the other direction. You know, like you ever get that, you know, you go to do something and everything looks good. It looks fine. It doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it. Maybe it's a purchase you're going to make or, or a relationship you're getting involved in or, um, someplace you're going to go or a trip you're planning. It could be anything. And on the outside, everything seems fine, but you just kind of have like that scratchiness inside, right? Like, and, it, and it's just kind of like a naggy feeling or it just won't go away. You just can't be at rest about it. Can I tell you, my friends, that's the Holy Spirit leading you. I want to give you a prime example of that. So this podcast might get out to you a little bit late. Uh, I'm not sure because I'm so fortunate. I'm so very blessed. I simply get to record it, which is the fun. I mean, it's all fun, but it's the really fun part because I get to sit here in the word with Jesus and with you and just share. And then my husband does all the behind the scenes stuff, all the, all the, um, oh, I forgot the word for it. Anyways, he does all this other stuff that he has to do to get it actually ready to be posted um, so that y'all get to hear it. And usually I have it done by now so that he could have it ready for tomorrow, which this podcast is supposed to go out on Thursday morning, but I don't have it done. And I'll tell you why. Because the Lord has given me a great word for when we get to the next verse in Psalms 23, which is verse three, he restoreth my soul. Oh, I can't wait to tell you about that. He's also given me some great words to share with you about uh, the verse that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And of course, I know that's further down the line. But when I was going to try and, and share with you about that the Lord restores my soul, which is the next verse, I just didn't have a piece about it. And here's the thing. I want to share the word with you that the Lord wants me to share with you. Right. And, and that's what I endeavor to do. In fact, there's a Psalms that uh, that says my heart was hot within me while I was musing the fire burned. Then I spoke with my mouth. That's Psalms 39.3. And can I tell you that that's what I do? You know, the Lord is so good that I just, I just get to spend time musing in his word. And then once his fire is hot within my heart, that's what I speak with you. Amen. So the fire wasn't there, even though it's an incredible word, but there wasn't a piece to share the word. And then he opened my eyes to see that I had missed sharing with you about the still waters about the peaceful waters, you know, because the last time we got together, we only talked about the first half of verse two. And the Lord's like, hey, I've got a lot of stuff I want to share with my people. I want my flock to hear about these restful waters. I want them to hear about the peace. And so it was the loss of that peace every time I went to try and record that made me step back, come to the Lord and go, okay, Jesus, what am I missing here? Because I know you've given me a great word. It is a great word but it's not in its season yet. Oh, amen. I hope that encouraged you. See, the Lord's ways are so simple. Amen. And, and the, here's the thing about it, my friends. Our spirit 
knows things long before our mind. That's why it is so good for us to learn to be dependent on God because God sees all, he knows all, right? And when we try to make decisions based on everything that we know, well, we don't even know what's going to happen in the next hour or tomorrow. We don't know what this person's doing that might affect us. We don't know, you know, what's going to happen next week. We can't make it, but you know what? We can rely on the Lord. And, and you know, it's amazing how when we rely on him, we come out looking like we're pretty wise and he's so awesome. He'll let us take the credit. Amen. But what he wants you to know is that he, he has given you his peace and he wants you to enjoy that peace and he will lead you through his peace and he leads us beside the still and restful waters. Amen. Hallelujah, my friends. I'm going to share that scripture with you one more time. The Lord says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And that is John 14, 27. Amen. So my friends, as you go throughout this week, just know that your shepherd, your good shepherd is leading you to fresh green pastures and he is leading you with waters of rest. Amen. All right, y'all. Amen. I just pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and grant you peace. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. Till next time, keep on living, loving, laughing in grace.